What's up, everybody, man? Welcome to the Tough Love Connection Podcast. This is your boy, Serious Flow. And this is your girl, Ro. You already know, man, today's topic is all about trusting the process, man. And this episode, man, is basically talking about having that relationship with God. And uh, even through hard times and during the process. Um, and we're going to lay some Bible scriptures out there for you guys, man, to, to give you more information, man. So you can go back and look at those scriptures and get some strength from that so bad i have a question for you so Mm -hmm. since the title is you know talking about the process and uh trusting the process uh can you kind of uh elaborate on what like what you went through or you know far as like it could be about marriage individually uh and and what are some some courage words and motivational words you got for the listeners out there who going through trials and tribulations who going through the process of their life and then they feel like giving up um i say <clears throat> an example of a process that i went through was like with marriage you know when we first got married you know i didn't know nothing about being no wife right i'm just gonna be honest you know of course i mean my mom's married and my grandma and everything's married so i seen that example of marriage um but like growing up and stuff like that but like i didn't really understand what, what it was to be a wife right and so when we when we got married like it was like i was almost like a, a newborn baby at marriage you understand what i'm saying yeah, and so as a newborn baby inside of marriage growing to infant toddler and all of that and then you know it was hard because first i had to learn how to roll over my bed like an infant come on then i had to learn how to get up on my knees so i can crawl then i had to you know what i'm saying get up and learn how to walk you know what i'm saying so there were stages to me learning and of course i'm always learning but you know just in the beginning stage of our marriage there were stages of me learning about what it takes to be a wife and whatnot you know what i'm saying and what it takes to be a wife to the husband that i'm married to come on now you know what i'm saying because you can you can try to teach somebody to be a wife but if it's not you know what i'm saying like how can i put this you could try to teach somebody how to be a wife or whatever but every wife marries a different husband every husband is not the same that's true just like every wife is not the same and so i had to learn how to be your wife the way that you needed me to be mm. and not the way mama did not the way grandma did right. you understand what i'm saying because you're a totally different person from daddy you're a totally, totally different person from granddaddy you understand what i'm saying yeah. and so you know i had to learn for for as far as like the project goes what i had to go through is like you know i had to know that okay be a wife you know takes praying you know what i'm saying it takes you know learning when to speak when not to speak learning how to speak how not to speak learning to choose your battles and to choose them wisely you understand what i'm saying and so you know and then not only that learning not just when to keep your mouth shut inside your marriage but also learning you know learning when and when not to keep your mouth shut inside your marriage but also learning to keep your mouth shut with the outside people 
concerning your marriage. So I went through all of that in the beginning stage of my process of learning what it is to be a wife Mm -hmm. and learning that it's not just about the outside appearance. It's about the inside. You understand? Because you could be fine all day. But guess what? If your attitude ain't right, you understand? And your mind is not in the right place. You can run that man away. Come on. You understand what I'm saying? That's fair. So, I mean, that's just a little bit. And so, you know, just over the time, um, God just matured me, um, making me look at myself. You know what I'm saying? Um, just recognize the recognizing the faults within me right. and whatnot. Instead of me trying to change you, you understand? Right. God wanted to change me. And, you know not saying that he wasn't going to change you in the process also but you can't point the finger at somebody else and think that it's all them when it's two you understand it's two people in a relationship not just one person and so you know just over the time you know god just took me through processes of learning and mistakes you understand what i'm saying mistakes is a big one you know as i've gone through the process of learning how to be a wife I've learned from my mistakes that's real and so you know I'm like okay you know how you say you know you tell your children don't touch that stove because it's hot yeah. you understand what I'm saying mm-hmm. I learned right. it was hot early right. you know what I'm saying in the right. marriage or whatever so you know um man it's, it's a beautiful thing to be processed but it don't feel good right you know what I'm saying? It can hurt, but the process burns off the the old self. The process burns off the flesh. And not only that, like, the, the things that's, that's waste that you don't need. Right. You understand? That's a part of the process. And so the old things that the maybe the ways that I learned from family, that didn't work inside the marriage because I'm not married to my family. You understand? I'm married to you. How about you? Like, you know, what what kind of process did you have to go through? I mean, whether it was marriage, whether it was just life. I mean, right. what kind of process did you have to go through? What did you learn through your process? Since we're taking the marriage route, um, I think for me, the process for me as being a man was uh, I had to learn how to not let the alpha male kick in all the time and understand that I'm always not right all the time and that was a good that was a it was a big process for me because you know as the man you are the head of the household you're taught you're the head of the household you run your household you're the protector and the provider like I always said and when you get to a point where you understand that hey man your word your word ain't law like God word and I had to understand too that it ain't just about me in this relationship anymore. Mm-hmm. It's about my wife. It's about my kids. But more importantly, uh, it's about my 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 savior. And it's about it's about God who leads me because without His uh, guidance, I don't think I'd be where I'm in today. And what I mean by that, being the man that I am, understanding who I am, understanding who I'm married to, understanding who I got kids by. So to all the men out there, you know, if you have a problem with that, just understand that you ain't got to win every argument. You 
you ain't got to force your foot at hand. Sometimes you got to take the back seat and say, God, what do you want me to do? It's not about what the wife wants you to do. It's not about what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes flesh get in the way. Flesh getting away with a lot of us all the time. Our egos is getting away. Oh, you know the man. But sometimes God wants you to take the take the seat back, take the back seat and say, look, man, I got it for me. And I think, you know, through my process, I had to learn very early in our marriage. It ain't about me. It's bigger than me. Because when you get married, you say, I do to rich and poor, from uh, from, from from better to worse. Uh sickness and in health. So you say I do. But you don't realize what you said to I do. Because mm, because I do means commitment. Mm-mm. That means you're committed to anything. for anything, for better, for worse, for rich or poor. And we be like, yeah, I do, I do. For the moment, then we realize, man, that's a commitment. You're saying an oath to your wife. Not only are you saying an oath to your wife, but you're saying an oath to God. And we all know that God loves marriage. And he hates divorce. And I'm not speaking to nobody who, you know, going through a divorce, but, you know, it's very, it's very detrimental that you keep God as a as a man. I encourage every man to have God in their life because when you get to a point of you feel like giving up and you feel like you can't go no longer because uh, maybe it's financial situations, maybe it could be just the job is on your back, uh, maybe the marriage is not going so well. Sometimes we be fighting battles that we have no business fighting. And all we got to do is be like, you know what, God, man, I'm tired of fighting. God, you can have it. You're you going to have to throw in the white towel because it's going to be a point if you keep trying to fight and you losing. And God said, I'm just waiting for you to tag me in. Mm. And when you tag God in, God said, I take care of everything. Cash your cares on me. Right. Then he said, I come so that he, that, come on now. And have more abundantly. Okay. And he said, I supply all your needs according to his original glory. Period. I supply. You know, so when I think about supply, I think about an airdrop in the military. Because sometimes you got to call an airdrop if you need anything for my military guys out there. You can got to call the airdrop. If you need all the supplies you need, they'll drop it mm. for you. So you could be what prepared for the war, prepare for the battle that you're about to get into. Mm. You get what I'm saying? And that's what I was about to say. You said when you say I do is commitment. That means you saying I do to the baggage. Oh, come on. saying I do to the luggage that comes with that person. Whether you know that person has luggage or not, or whether you know what their luggage even is. Come on. You understand what I'm saying? And you got to trust that process, too. And it's a lot of times, too, like, we say we trust God, but I don't think that people really trust God. Because God trust is different. God trust is the type of trust where you ain't got no money in your bank account. You know what I'm saying? And God is like, I'm going to supply all your needs. And you look like God, what needs? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? What needs? And God said, no, I got this. I'm going to take care of it. And that thing you know is a check in the mail. Mm-hmm. And that thing you know, you, your family member sending your money. Say, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm going to send you $200 in your cash out. Right. Because God's, God wor- God's word did not come back void at all, period. That's in the Bible. He said, my word did not come back void. Mm-hmm. That's good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And see, not only that, too, like... I heard um, this this uh, pastor say one time, and not long ago, a lot of times when we in our process, sometimes we be quick to give up. And, and she was like, you don't want the next person to get what you worked so hard for. Come on now. And so sometimes people leave so early 
they lead the process so early that somebody else get the blessing that they work that they work for that they labor for and now you looking like dang man if i just had a stay you know what i'm saying they get mad and they like dang if i just had a stay and and, and, and endured the process you understand what i'm saying and i've been right. hearing a lot like um like watching td jason watching mike todd and stuff like that and they've been talking about the process and they're like just because you go through something a lot of times people think that god is angry with them or god done left them when they start going through something but now. it's not that god left you god just putting you through a test and he like can you trust me through the process and so like like my like my mike todd said he said sometimes when we going through our process everything start happening and then he said i'm not i'm just kind of paraphrasing it from how i remember he said everything start getting dark mm-hmm. in the process come on and you like where god where are you where are you husband where are you wife right. where are you friend right. where are you mama where are you daddy right but it's a process of separation where you gotta be in, by yourself in that thing because when a butterfly when a caterpillar is inside of the chrysalis it ain't got mama and daddy with it inside of the chrysalis while it's going through its a transformation process right so that process is you in that process by yourself right and it's ugly inside of that chrysalis um uh, that the that the caterpillar is in while right. it's in the middle of transforming into the butterfly. Right, and I, that's crazy. You said that inside the cocoon because I did some research or inside the chrysalis that you said, but um, I did some research that inside the cocoon that the that the worm eats itself, mm-hmm. and sometimes the transformation is not good. Right. Sometimes the transformation is what painful. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people think that when you develop or improve as a person, you're going through this process, they think it's easy, it's cool. No, the Bible says trials and tribulations we must have. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. As a matter of fact, let me put my Bible thumpers out there. I'm going to read this verse because it says, John chapter 16, verse 33, say, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace in the world ye shall have tri- I mean ye shall have tribulations but be of good cheer I have overcome the world now I'm gonna tell you when I read this Bible scripture the, the Bible said be good cheer be of good cheer be of good cheer mean being good spirit mm-hmm. when you're going through trials and tribulations right because the problem is we so stuck on what we at now we're not looking forward to what we're going to be at because we so focused on the present Right. But let me tell you something. Ain't it strange that the caterpillar knows when it's time to transform? Mm-hmm. Right. Ain't nobody telling him. He just know. Okay, mm-hmm. it's my turn to get in this cocoon. Right. It's my turn to turn into something that is gonna be. I can. Cause I was on the ground. I was at the bottom. Now I can fly. Mm-hmm. Now I can improve and develop some things i wasn't able to eat now i can eat it right. because i have developed as a person. Mm-hmm. Now we're not talking about just physical food. We're talking about spiritual food. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Right. And so sometimes the process, people, sometimes in the process, it takes a toll on people because they not where they think they supposed to be. Right. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so you must understand it's an appointed time that things happen. Right. And even in your process, you're going to have people judging you in your process because we talked about it off the podcast. I was saying that sometimes, you know how you meet your old friends or old family? 
and you be out for a couple months and they say man I, man you still such and such you still do like nah man I don't do that no more man you know man I got this going on they be like man you done you done grew up man right I remember you but now what you doing because they admiring your development development and improvement now we're not talking about in the physical but in the spiritual realm too in the mental realm too because you got to understand that growth that has to be growth and the only way you're going to start from growing is you the only way you're going to start from growing is you you can't blame mama you can't blame daddy you can't blame your past because the past is the past it's got to you got to look forward to the future because you got to be better than when you used to be and when you become better than when you used to be you'll start understanding man i understand like god gave me this example and we were talking about this up subject he was saying when you go in elementary you got to get a certificate where that certificate move you up a level that's middle school right then when you get in middle school you get you get your certificate or whatever then you go to high school you go to high school get your diploma you go to because he said it's levels to this right he said when have you ever known you know what i'm saying a person not go through the all the way through college and get their degree mm-hmm. right. unless what unless they already had some type of what experience mm-hmm. right come on man that's you know what i'm saying trials and tribulations man right. it's a process and don't let people deter you from the process right. because the process the process is needed for you mm-hmm. and stop tripping because you're in the process man like you could ask god you can ask god and be like god can, you know i want to be the type of person that have a million dollars million but you know and then this thing you know broke you know Come what on. i'm saying so what i'm saying is you can ask god for something he heard you the first time when you asked him because a lot of times we ask God a hundred times over he heard you the first time but he like okay you want this let's go it's a process you know what I'm saying without commitment you'll never start more importantly without consistency you'll never finish like like Denzel Washington said so what I mean is you can ask God for the blessing but on the back side he got to take you through the storm to get there come on you understand what I'm saying because the storm is gonna prepare you for when you get the blessing come on and so sometimes when when we ask God for stuff it looked like the total opposite happened of what the like he done it looked like he ain't heard us and it looked like the total opposite done happened right you understand what i'm saying and you like god did you hear what i said like i ain't asked for this that's crazy you say that because i wrote a facebook status and it said don't confuse god's silence as inactivity mm, that's right come on now mm-hmm. so a lot of times we think when god is not talking to us we feel like oh man he's not walking us. the bible say he never leave you nor forsake you right now I already said a couple minutes ago that he said his word not, his word don't come back void. So he's walking with you. He just seeing if you're willing to stand the pain. Cause you gotta understand when Jesus got on the cross, he said, God, why you have forsaken me? You get what I'm saying? So it's the process that people don't want to go through. Oh, we want, oh, we want the gift. Oh, we want the 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 the, 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 um, the end, the end result of the process. But when we are in the process, we feel like we cannot go no longer. Did you like on um, this song? Can you stand the rain? Can you stand the rain? Can you, can, if you.
you could stand through the rain, right? You could take the sunshine. Right. He said, on a perfect day, I know that I can count on you. Got them vocals. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Right. So like, can you can you be with me through the good? But if God bless you so easy, will you still stick with him? You understand what I'm saying? Without him taking you through the process, will you still be humble? Right. Will you still be grateful? You understand? That's just like with your spouse. If the if the marriage never go through the storm, the process, Come on. can they stand with each other? That's right. You understand what I'm saying? Can they still stick together through the storm and through the rain right. and through the sunshine? Come you on, understand? Huh? You got to be able to stand together in all types of weather conditions. That's dope. I think, too, I think also, too, when it comes to marriage, I think people feel like, hey, man, it's going to be all easy throughout the years. And the crazy thing about it, man, you got to be careful who you get advice from when it comes to having a marriage. Mm-hmm. And you got to pray to God to send you somebody or someone who can pour into you in your marriage. Right. Because to me, marriage is not only a physical side, but it's definitely a spiritual side to marriage. Because you just can't be like, okay, I throw in the towel. You, I mean, you can, right. but that's not the right way to, you know, to do that. Right. Because once you, like I told you, once you say I do, you're not only taking an oath to your to your wife, but you take an oath on the God. You don't want to break the oath on the God. Right. So, I think sometimes as men, we need to pray more than do. Because when you start praying, God will start showing you ways to move and things that you can uh, be tangible to and understand who he is. Because God said, have a relationship with me. Right. You the man. Right. You are held accountable for not only for your wife, but for your kids because you the leader. Now, I'm not going to, mm, this deep. Thank you, Holy Ghost. He said, when he came to the garden, guess who he called? He didn't call Eve. He called Adam. Mm-hmm. He said, Adam. Because this is your responsibility. Mm-hmm. I don't I ain't worry about Eve, but it was your responsibility to keep eye on her, mm-hmm. to make sure she's okay. When you, cause that's to me, when Adam and Eve separated from the garden, it was kind of like she was wandering in the wilderness, mm-hmm. and he was just out, right, doing his thing. So you know, that's just my, you know, my. Right. My, my my outlook on it. But my thing is men understand the love you gotta have. No, no, understanding that you gotta have a relationship with God. Right. And understand the love you gotta have for your wife. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you, man, like without God, man, it's it will be hard to have a successful relationship. Right. It, it's gonna be hard because it's gonna get to a point where you're gonna have to be like, you know what, God, I need your help. Because I've been there before when I felt like I could do the things of myself. And I was like, man, I can't do nothing. But I'm telling you, man, the day that I said, hey, man, I put, I cast all my cares on God. And God just, you know, he revealed so much to me at a young age. So when I do see young, older guys that's older than me, they just like, man, man, it's like, how did you get like this in such a fast amount of time? I said, man, a relationship with God. I had, because my dad had a relationship. My mama had a relationship. I had to develop my own relationship with God. You get what I'm saying? Right. 
And so I had to understand not only myself, I had to understand my wife. And I had to understand the process that we was going through with just a simple process to get us to the next level. Because we all got a process. We got a process in marriage. We got a process as individuals. But then God showed me an example. He said that every car that is driven on the road go through an assembly line. And what assembly line do uh, does, you got the, the, the they, they they make the left door, the left door, the left car door. They make the right car door. They make the back left. They make the trunk, the tires, the rims. They make the engine, the the, the transmission. I'm talking about. They got to paint it. In the, the paint. I mean, but you don't know that. You don't know what the process it took for that truck to get to until you got it. So when you in the process, people are like, dang man looking good but they don't know what the hell you been through to get what you got that's why i hear a lot of preachers and pastors say the oil cost mm-hmm. what i what i got today it cost mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. and so i think when people understand that you can't just judge a person out basically what you see because you judging them off a process that they in because next year might not look like what they was at. Right. Absolutely. Next year they might be big balling. Absolutely. Not saying it's all about money, but they could be in a better place. What I, that's what I mean. They could be in a better spiritual place, a, right. pl- a better physical place. What they what you see them walking and they had a car. Now they got a car. Right. Now they got a house. You know. So. And I was gonna say too, a lot of times, two people go into a relationship thinking that it's supposed to be perfect. Oh, that's not true. Then you got people on the outside looking at the two people expecting their relationship to be perfect. Come on now. And then when it's not perfect, you got the two on the inside want to give up and be like, man, this ain't it. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Not knowing that, like we said, y'all got to be processed in order to grow to mature to cut off some old to get to the new mm-hmm. you understand what i'm saying but then the people on the outside that's looking at the two that they, they feel like they're supposed to be perfect or whatever Come they, on. They, they they get their hopes up like man i thought this or mm, y'all like this and y'all like that i thought you i thought you this and i thought you was that or whatever but the judgment of the process i'm man i'm I'm going to tune in what you just said. You get what I'm saying? I get exactly what you're saying. This is what keep coming in my mind. A lot of people be on social media mm-hmm. with these marriages and these relationships, and they got relationship goals. Mm-hmm. See, when we talking about the similar line with the truck, sometimes, it, you know, when the finished product, we're like, oh, man, that's a nice truck, but you don't know all the steps it took to build that truck. Right. The hard work that went in that truck. Mm-hmm. So you let's go to marriage now. You don't know the process that they've been through. Now you're looking at the end result. Mm-hmm. But did you ask them about the beginning? Right. Because a lot of people look at these pictures on Facebook and they could be going through hell right now. Just because they smiling on the picture don't mean that they happy right now at this that time of moment. Right. They could be happy just for that moment for the picture. Mm-hmm. Do it for the uh do it for the Facebook, do it for the Instagram, do it for the TikTok and Twitter and all that. Do it for it. Right. But in reality, they dying out. How you know that relationship happened? Right. How you know that relationship is happening? So now you focus keying in on their relationship and saying, man, I wish I had that, but you don't know the hell they've been through to get it. So what I realize is that sometimes it, even though, like you saying, there's a different process, but all us got a process, but our process is different. What the other relationship might went through, we might don't have to go through that because that's their relationship, that's their process. Right. 
I'm not going to judge anybody in the process of anything I try to help them. But as a human, sometimes we do judge, and I got to say, God forgive me, because they in their yeah. process. Right, exactly. And, and and just because that relationship might not look like this or that to you, don't count them out. Right. And while you looking at their front side, God is coming from the back side, and He might just blow you in the face with something big you know what i'm saying that these that this couple or these couples you know what i'm saying got on the inside of them that they had to go through like tj's book the crushing you understand what i'm saying the crushing of the great to get to bring out what's most valuable and what's most valuable is on the inside. Come on now. What he said, what, what he said, what he, how he described the crushing of the grape. He said, it's not the outside of the grape that's most valuable. It's what's on the inside Come of on the now. grape that is most valuable. And so when the relationship go through the process, mm -hmm. it's to crush, to to, 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 to break down, to, to bring out what's already stored inside of these two people right. to make such a powerful impact on the earth and you know what I'm saying with each other and whatnot right. because in the beginning stage of the relationship of course they not gonna see what's on the inside of them right. they might not even know they might know something special about each other but they don't know the depth of what it is right you understand what I'm saying uh -huh. and so you gotta be crushed to bring out the gold that's dope. I think too. I think you know it's a saying the diamond in the rough. Right. You know. Sometimes diamonds are only made under pressure. That's fire. I'm, and then that just like when you think about your partner or, or your whatever you know your, your wife, your husband, or the women who got husband and the men that got wives. So I think sometimes. Your partner, who you've been with for years, they understand how to build you up into a point to get you out of that 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 pit, the bottom of the pit point, meaning your down point. Mm -hmm. And so we pick up to lift up. Iron sharpen iron. Mm -hmm. I can't sharpen you. You can't sharpen me. We both door. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, man, us get in the way between God sometimes i can sometimes as me being a man i might get in the way of your process with god because i feel like you said man i'm just going in the process now that man ain't no process mm -mm. and then sometimes it really do be a process and sometimes this is for married couple that we can also hinder our spouse progressing in their progress and i think it's very detrimental when we get in the way in the process because i'm gonna tell you something if we say god i want her to he or she to, i want my husband to get better at this for the women or i want my wife to get better at this for the men well god is gonna answer your prayer but he might not answer the time you want it or she might not go into the process the way you want it but he's gonna he's gonna put them put your husband or wife in the process so that when they come out it'll be what you want it but they also got to be in agreement with god too watch this go ahead in 1 Corinthians 1 and 27, it says, Instead, God chose the things the world considers foolish in order to shame those who think they are wise. Uh -huh. 
And he chose those things that are powerless to shame those who are powerful. Oh, that's dope. That's so freaking deep to me, man. Because wow, we done been through that process. You understand what I'm saying? What looks stupid and foolish to other people of what we went through in the beginning of our process, God still used it. Come on now. You understand what I'm saying? Right. What we went through when God processed us, it did not go to waste. Right. You understand what I'm saying? What we went through, it wasn't for nothing. Come on now. It was just God growing us up. In a major way. In a major way. You understand what I'm saying? Most definitely. And so, you know, it, it like you said, it looked like that when you ask God for something, God to change about your spouse or to change about your relationship or your marriage or whatever, he gonna take something that seems stupid. Why would you do that? Why are you acting like that? Right. But you don't know the whole time that couple, that person is on the potter's wheel. Come on. Hey, talk about that potter's wheel. Yeah, man. Like the potter's wheel, it don't look like appealing. God deals with the inside. Uh-huh. We looking at the outside, and I'm not just talking about a physical appearance. I might be talking about somebody's personality, mannerism, the way you know what I'm saying. Like sometimes we just associate the physical appearance with just the clothes or the 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 fleshly, you know, outside. But sometimes the outer appearance is just, you know, to me could be like, like I said, you know how they may act or how they may think or you know what i'm saying right and so god deals with those things but he don't always deal with them in the way that our human mindset is limited sometimes to thinking right i think i think you said some some deep and i feel like when it comes to marriage not only just marriage but in anything you do you got to understand that there's a purpose for every process mm-hmm. and the process makes the purpose so you know when you talk about the process and you asking God like okay I understand there's a process this is for the listeners you said okay you know tough little connection I know y'all talking about the process but why am I going through the process what because there you can't stay stagnant at all right unless you are willing to and what happened with a lot of people they find themselves in the same process because they never ever got to get the development and the improvement and build the attributes to understand the process so they find themselves years and years in the same process because they never understood what the process or the purpose to learn from the process and the thing about it is we got to learn why are we going through the process and get what we can get and be like i would never you know i wouldn't make that mistake again and i'm not saying that it's a bad mistake but understand that i would not, i'm not willing to go through that process i can't learn when i learn let's keep it moving that's just like right now you go you go on the job put you on probation where the probation lasts for eight months right well three months but depends on your job three months okay three months typically three months so so you want probation for three months so i want to make it kind of clear for for the listeners what i'm trying to say so if you're working for three months right your mission your purpose watch this your purpose is to get to the three months but why you watch this 
you know it's a purpose mean to you know get your three months get your pay grade raised up but you got to go through a process right mm. you don't stick with it if you, you get it. if you're not consistent and you're not willing to work at it mm. you out of there right because they feel like you are a hindrance to the company if you don't stick with it, you ain't gonna get it. But I think the process is is very, very, very important because I'm going through a process. Right. Because I don't want to never get it. Like I don't understand. Like I don't want to get it twisted with the listen. Like oh, they perfect. No, we not perfect by far. I'm know. just teaching from experience because I went through the process. I had to learn. Okay, God. What's the next move? Cause now I done got so point up, man. I done built so much relationship with God, man, to the point where if He say something, I'm I'm with it. Because everything God has said and laid out in blueprint, man, it has been dead on. Period. And I want to say this too. Like I was reading this article today. Excuse me. And um, it was just talking about like how you can't be. A helicopter mom you know what i'm saying what you mean by that or helicopter dad basically coming to your child's aid at every little thing you understand or you know what i'm saying or like just whether it's whether they hurt themselves or whether just you know trying to prevent them from hurting themselves or something like that or trying to prevent them from having to ask you for this or da da da, da. Right. so what i mean is like just as just like you say a spouse can hinder their spouse progress and, and process uh-huh. a parent can sometimes also family not just a parent sometimes family members or whatever can hinder a child's growth and process mm. you understand what i'm saying come on now and so that's just like an example if say for instance if Carl or eli was to fall and hurt their knee all the time we can't just run to them and be like, oh, baby, you okay? Let me right. pick you up and carry you. No. The the article was speaking about sometimes you got to let that child learn how to console themselves. You know what I'm saying? Right. Learn how to get that strength. You understand what I'm saying? And not right. always look for mommy and daddy to run to their aid, to console them, to help them, to to pick them up, to bandage them up. Because it's going to be some point in life when they grow up and leave out of the house, or even not just growing up and leaving out of the house, even when they at school or around cousins or around friends and stuff like that, right. that they may get hurt emotionally. Right. But they need to know how to cope with that and not look for mommy and daddy if mommy and daddy might not be there present in that exact moment to help them to figure out okay how to get over this anger feeling how to get over you know what i'm saying that sad and hurt feeling or whatever so sometimes even them just bumping their knee or falling on the ground even though it's a physical hurt or pain it still it still builds their mental endurance and mental strength their right. emotional strength right. you understand what i'm saying to handle life situations man I, while you were saying that god was when you were saying about the kids and you know like picking them up you know mm-hmm. being a helicopter mom, helicopter dad mm-hmm. god was saying i'd work the same way mm-hmm. because he said that's why you can't call on folk when your bills ain't when your bills do mm-hmm. you can't call on mama 
when you need help. You can't call on dad. You can't call on sister. And then you mad at them. Mm-hmm. God said, but I admit that that happened. So you can lean on me. Yes. God said, lean on your own understanding. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then he said, don't mm-hmm. put your trust in me either. You see what I'm saying? So sometimes God have it to where like he make you depend on him in the process. He make you depend on him through the healing process, through the financial process, through the mental process, the emotional process, even the physical hurt process. Because he said, I, he said, I can only cure you from, from what you've been uh, hurt from. And sometimes we try to like go to people and get answers. And God said, I hold the answers. And we get mad when preachers and prophets don't uh, give us a word that we need. And we get upset at them and we curse them out and we call them false prophets. But God said, I ain't ordained them to give you nothing. I, he, said, I, he said, I call you. He said, I want to deal with you. And sometimes we be in the process and tripping. Because God is not moving, God, because 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 we not snapping our fingers enough, and God is not moving fast enough. God said, "I'm not moved by no by you." And that's so deep, man. Because oh, go ahead, you can say something. Else? No, no, no. I, I, I wanted. Uh, go I, I was gonna say something, but go ahead, baby. No, go ahead. No, I'm, I'm gonna say you... it for later. I'm gonna say it for later. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna say it for later. I was just gonna say that's so deep what you're saying because like I done been through that where. You know, I have lost, like, friends or just different people in my life. And I was angry. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why? Right. And so, God had to show me and deal with me. And like, he like, girl, look, I need you to depend on me. Not on mm-hmm. me. You know what I'm saying? And right. you mad at them, but I allowed it for a reason. I need to talk to you. I need to show you who I am for myself. For, for myself or whatever and not you getting me through them uh-huh. and so even just i mean other other people other situations and whatnot i mean it made, it made me so angry because what we don't understand sometimes we get angry at. and so even this morning i woke up early this morning and i said god i said i miss getting up early this mo- early in the mornings with you and just opening the Bible right. and reading and letting you speak to me mm-hmm. through your word instead of me and a lot of us do this depending on you to speak to me through the preacher right. instead, of you, instead of me depending on you to speak to me through the prophet because and I and I had this I had that a lot before with God but I took it for granted. I did not understand the power in when I wake up and God opened up his word and he light light up scriptures to me and he speak to me through the scriptures and stuff like that. Uh-huh. How powerful that is to just feast off God just by yourself right. and not having that mediator right there. You understand what I'm saying? Nothing right. wrong with God. You know, nothing wrong because God do send people to speak words to you in your, mm-hmm. you know, in your life. But when you can get the download straight from God, just uh-huh. you reading his word and spending that, that quality, quiet time with him is so beautiful and different like no other. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, God, I, I said, I mean, I said, God, I said, I realized that I have been codependent upon someone else giving me you 
instead of me coming to you for you. Mm-hmm. It's a scripture that I want to share. Uh, Romans 8 and 28. It said, and we know that all, that, excuse me, and we know that in all things God works for the good for those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Watch this, not our purpose, mm-hmm. his purpose. Right. Not love you, but love him. And a lot of times, a lot of us been called and we are running from the calling and the purpose that God has for our life. Uh, and a lot of times when it comes to this purpose, we sometimes deviate from the purpose because we feel like we are inadequate mm-hmm. to the purpose. And God said, well, I called you. He told Jeremiah, I knew you, for you. I knew you before you was in your mother's womb he was called so a lot of us and i remember when jeremiah said oh he, what he said he was a weeping prophet he was like i don't want to look at the people oh he, he said he didn't want to look at the people or something like that he was i think god told him not to look at the people. you know yeah he said yeah that's what he said don't 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 do not look at the people right and so a lot of times we so worry about what people's talking about what they saying about us while we in our process mm. Mm, come on now stop trying to stop trying to get trying to get confirmation from everybody because sometimes you don't need when you in a process or when you win a process of purpose you don't need everybody pouring into you right you don't need everybody speaking in your life mm-hmm. because some people you might ask a person be like man you know i'm in this you know i'm, I'm such a sensation man that man i wouldn't do that if i were you if you were in the process of uh spiritual healing now nah, i wouldn't go to that pastor you know, I won't read that scripture. Now I won't take that way. I'll take this way. And then you get in their information and you going off their information and you end up taking the tone. And God said, I didn't tell you to do that. Right. God said, I lean on me. And I think a lot of times we do, we going back to it. I know like a sound like a broken record that we sometimes we look for people acceptance, but we die from their rejection. We look, we, 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 we open for accepting now, but we die for people. Like we want to be accepted. And sometimes God said, you don't need to be accepted by everybody. Sometimes it need, sometimes you need some rejection in your life. So you can be pushed to where I want you to be. I want you to be pushed in your, God want greater for the listeners, but they want greater for us. So people who listen to this uh, podcast, man, God want greater for you. You just got to be willing to step out on faith like Peter did on the boat. He stepped out. Right. Right. So, you know, that, that I mean, that just, I want, I want the listeners to understand if you in the process, don't matter what you're doing, don't matter where you're going, keep God with you at all times. Stop asking mama what she think. Stop asking daddy what they think. Stop asking your cousin, your sister, your brother. Because ain't nobody gonna see the vision like you. And I want to read this this Bible scripture. Hold on, let me read this. And then you you can take the flow. Because I I feel like this need to be spoken this very moment. God forgive me if I pronounce this uh this this uh name of this chapter wrong. But it's Habakkuk chapter two verse one through three. And it said. I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the towers, and I will watch to see what he will say upon unto me, and what shall answer when I am reapproved. And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain unto tablets, that he may run that readeth. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, 
wait for it because it will surely come. It will not tarry. That's deep. So and I'm going to break it down for you. So God basically saying, if write a vision, write it down. Then he said, when you read it, run to the vision, run to your dream. Figure out how to get there. Then he said, watch this. He said, at a pointed time, mean that it's going to come at a pointed time. And when that time, he said, though it seems like it's going to be long, but it's not. It is coming. So a lot of times we got visions and we trying to rush the vision. God said, if you just wait a little bit longer, he said, everything you have asked, I can give it to you. But you got to be willing to go through the process. That's good. And I, and I want to say, I'm going to touch on two things. But the last thing you said was um, about the process and how... It's gonna come, even though it seems like it's tearing. They're just like when we get when we wanted when we asked God to get a house, right? Mm-hmm. We just thought, I know I did. Right. I was like, okay, the house gonna be coming probably like next week or two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And yeah. um, you know, I'm like, dang, like, you know what I'm saying? We kept getting all these confirmations about the house. I mean, just you know. Just God was showing me and you both, you know, showing us both things about the new house. It's just so much. And so we thought, dang, God, like, when is coming or right. whatever. We asked God for our own house probably three years before we actually got the house. That's right. And we went through such a process, like, we started going, you know, we started having to rent. And it was like houses where you got to the house. Here, like, this, right. this ain't cute, right. and <laughs> you were like, Baby, just trust me, I got mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? This is where we're supposed to be right now, right? And so, sometimes, like, the process don't look good, mm. but it was all leading up to what we was asking for, right? It just took time, and it seemed like it was tearing, like it was gonna never come. Come on now. But it came when at the appointed time. At an appointed time. Come on now. And so, you know, it just take time. It just take faith. It just take patience and whatnot. And God is preparing the blessing. God is preparing you for the blessing. You know, that's, that's something that TDJ said. He said, God is not preparing the, he, he actually said God is not preparing the blessing. Um, He said that God is preparing you for the blessing. And that's a lot of times what we go through. Right. And so, one more thing I wanted to touch on too was that, like, when you talked about how whether whether we marry, you know what I'm saying, for single people, you know what I'm saying, for children, for um, I mean, people who asking for certain positions and right. asking for businesses and stuff like that, um, you know, we all not perfect. Nope. Let's start though. Mm-hmm. We all go through some. If you got a pot to piss in or you don't. Right. Ain't nobody exempt from trials and tribulations of life. So what I what I mean is when I when I say that this is what I'm this is where I'm heading to with this. A lot of times we worried about what people say about us because we did this, we did that. Right. We ain't perfect. We look like this and we don't look like that. But like the Bible says. I'm going to read you this scripture. Go ahead. 
Read it up. It says in First Samuel 16 and 7. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. Come on. People look at the outward appearance. Mm-hmm. But the Lord looks at the heart. Come on now, the inside. The inside. So so sometimes church people, and sometimes it sometimes it ain't even just church people. Sometimes it could be just a regular person that they whether they believe or not or whatever. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? We because we human or whatever, mm-hmm. we could judge a people. Oh, she just slept with him or oh he just smoked that dope or oh he just stole some on the corner or oh you know what i'm saying they just you know lost their house whatever the case may be we looking at them from what they did that's why i brought up our outward appearance sometimes it's not just the the clothing and the the physical sometimes just you know what i'm saying the physical things that we do in life or whatever but and you got that person that's coming to God and worshiping God and loving God or whatever mm-hmm. in the way that God designed them to. But you got man trying to hold them by the, with chains right. or whatever at their fault. Right. But God is not, I'm not, God is like, I'm not looking at that. Right. I'm looking at their heart. Come on now. Just because that they're selling their body, just because they out there doing dope, crack, whatever it is. Right. God, God is like, I'm looking at your heart. I'm looking at your worship. Right. I ain't, I know you're doing all this. Right. I don't but care about that. I right. care, but I, I, I'm not, I'm not concerned, so concerned with that because I know I got your heart. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because somebody could be smoking crack one minute, but the next minute you look over, they could be off of that crack. Come Why? On because of who God is. Right. So you could judge a person when they smoking the crack, but what about when they come off of it because they being delivered out of that they went through the process somebody can be right now a dope head a pothead a, a crackhead or whatever mm-hmm. but and people judging them and looking at them as if they will never ever be nothing in life right. that they can't get off of it right. that they gonna be stuck like that they children they gonna have their children whatever they might be saying all type of stuff about them right but in the midst, they don't even see that God got their hand on that person. Right. You understand what I'm saying? No, they don't even see that God is like dealing with that person right then and there. It don't look like it, but it is. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Again, when the butter, when the caterpillar is inside of the 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 chrysalis, the cocoon, mm-hmm. you cannot see that person being transformed. Right. But that don't mean that God ain't working. Mm-hmm. That don't mean that God ain't moving in that person's life. That's fine. I also thought about Job, too, mm-hmm. as we were talking. Uh, I ain't going to hold it for you long. Um, but but uh, I thought about Job when he was in the process. How he had everything, and God just took everything. From him being high, and then he went straight to the pit. Mm-hmm. And he was like, man, curse the day I walked the earth. Curse. He was going through it. He was going through the process. And the crazy thing about it, I don't even think the Bible really talks about how long he was in that process. Right. Now we read it, we can read his process in a day. Mm-hmm. We don't know what took years, mm-hmm. months, mm-hmm. and he was like really going through it. Like, cause that's how we get when we in a process, 
we get like, man, what the world, man? God ain't real, man. Why God you doing it? God, if you love me when I'm going through this, God said, why you tripping? I put Job in the same process. He said, I told the devil, I said, try my faithful servant Job. Right. Try him. Go ahead. And we got to understand that sometimes God got so much power, he allowed the devil to mess with you. Why you in the so in the process? And so, you know, when you talk about Joe and his friends, how they were telling him, you know, Joe, like, man, what's going on? But at the end of the Joe process, he got double times that. Double times that. You know what I'm saying? And I just want to tell everybody, if you in the process, whatever process you in, don't trip. Don't trip. Something good is coming at the end. Right. Just stay focused, stay prayed up understand who you are and i want to say man thank y'all so much for joining the tough love connection podcast may y'all something to say in this podcast yeah i just want to say sometimes we think that god is like you said do he love me but a father's love don't always look like a hug sometimes the father's love is the discipline mm. Like to get what you to get what you need to get what you asking for i'm not just talking about like discipline like a whooping but sometimes you got to be disciplined for the blessing you understand what i'm saying mm-hmm. so yeah i just want to just say like like you know we are living breathing walking testimonies oh yeah every about day. what god can do <laughs> i just want to say man thank y'all again for listening with Tough Love Connection Podcast, this is your boy Serious Flow, and this is your girl Ro. And on that on that note, man, I just want to say, just want to say, y'all stay in the process, keep moving forward, don't look back. Love y'all, peace. Period.